Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Friday, August 28th, 2020. Happy Friday. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms, including the fall broadcast TV launch, pretty much moving to November. Uh, But hey, that's still fall. Martin Lawrence and Snoop Dogg teaming up for a network TV show. If only the year 1999 could see us now. Plus, a new editor-in-chief over at Bon Appetit. And as it's Friday, a cheers to my favorite non-alcoholic brew, Athletic Brewing. And just a reminder to follow this fine podcast on the Insta. That's what the cool people call it, right? The handle is the Wake Up Pod. There's two P's in there. That's Wake Up Pod. And a direct link to the account is in the show notes, of course. And you'll be able to get an early preview of the headlines each morning with some more fun stuff to come in September. And again, the podcast is typically up by 11 a.m. Eastern Time or 8 a.m. L.A. Time. So be sure to refresh your podcast listening app of choice in the morning to get the latest episode. Refresh morning. It kind of goes hand in hand. And now over to Hollywood. Netflix has ordered an eight-episode Resident Evil TV series that'll be headed up by Supernatural co-showrunner Andrew Dabb, according to the trades. Director Paul W.S. Anderson and Mila Jovovich, who have done six Resident Evil movies together, are not involved in the project, which will go back to the Capcom video game for its plot lines. Also at Netflix, their unscripted execs shared at the Edinburgh TV Festival that they're on the hunt for a new big game show and a large-scale talent competition show. Two genres that the streaming service has really yet to take on, so uh, if you got one lying around, uh, give them a call. Martin Lawrence and Snoop Dogg are teaming up for a TV series at Bruckheimer TV that's about to go out to buyers, according to uh, Deadline. It's called Game, and Snoop and Martin would play lifelong friends who kind of sound like a couple of fixers in the DC politics scene. So we'll see who bites on that one from CBS Studios. And this is unrelated, but uh, just going to put this here. Selena and Chef, the Selena Gomez cooking show on HBO Max, has been renewed for a second season. And in today's fall broadcast TV schedule updates, ABC is joining CBS in moving their scripted drama series premieres to November, although still TBD on details at ABC. So in the meanwhile, they're going to fill out their September schedule with episodes of more game shows like Card Sharks, Celebrity Family Feud, and Pressure Luck. Over at NBC, they're pretty much doing the November thing too. This Is Us, The Blacklist, and the four Dick Wolf shows, that's uh, the Chicago shows and the remaining Law and Order, will all debut in the second week of November. The Voice is going to come back a little bit earlier on October 19th, and other unscripted shows like The Weakest Link Reboot and Dateline will return in late September. However, not mentioned in the announcement, a return plan for SNL. Over in the movie biz... Disney Fox has moved their third Kingsman installment, The King's Man, from its September 18th release date to the end of February, according to Deadline. I'm pretty sure you know why. And uh, Disney Animation has replaced the lead voice in their upcoming animated film, Raya and the Last Dragon, casting Star Wars actress Kelly Marie Tran as Raya, replacing the already announced Cassie Steele, according to Entertainment Weekly. No specific reason was cited, but uh, certainly a curious move for an animated film that hits theaters in just seven months. And that had already promoted Cassie in the role last year at D23, but uh, either way, let the re-records begin. Director Justin Lin has signed a multi-year overall film and TV deal at Universal, which is not too surprising since he directed five of the nine Fast and Furious movies there. And just going to combine this here. It's Friday. Why not? Uh, Sofia Coppola's On the Rocks with Bill Murray and Rashida Jones will have its world premiere at, uh, well, whatever the New York Film Festival is this year. Pedro Almodovar's first English language film, The Human Voice with Tilda Swinton, will also join the festival's spotlight section. 
And let's finish out here with some congrats as Phil Sun and Charles King's new production and management outfit, M88, added a thematic eight new clients this week, including Idris Elba and Donald Glover, according to Variety. And always nice to have a Friday with some promotions as PR firm 42 West bumped up Bianca Bianconi, Michael Gagliardo, and Whitney Tancred to exec VP and co-heads of their talent department. So congrats to all three of you and hope that comes with a nice bottle of champagne and of course the customary 42 West Almond EVP coffee mug to drink from. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With a new editor-in-chief for Bon Appetit, Walmart joining the TikTok fray, uh, that can't be right, and NBC gets a gambling partner. What can Dal Roker do? Plus, a look at your weekend entertainment options in the FSS feed, and of course, today's pop quiz. How much have the Fast and Furious films grossed in total for Universal worldwide, not adjusted for inflation? Let's see, uh, nine movies including Hobbs and Shaw. I'll give you an over-under of uh, $5 billion on this one. The answer after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. It's Friday morning, made it through another week. It's time for my podcast beer, which uh, today is the Run Wild IPA, full of juicy, delicious hops, and uh, we all need our juice in the morning. However, what it doesn't have in common with juice is uh, a lot of calories. Their IPA only has 70 and is uh, really just one of those things that I like to keep in my fridge. And I tell you what, when we have a vaccine, you're welcome to come check it out anytime. I'll probably regret saying that. Uh, Anyway, I also have an athletic brew after a weekend workout. Granted, that one's usually in the afternoon, but uh, after a hike or a run, doesn't an ice-cold beer sound like a much better way to relax than uh, water? They're super refreshing, and they let you stay sharp for the rest of the day because, you know, no booze. So go to athleticbrewing.com slash shop, and you get free shipping when you order just two six-packs or more. That's athleticbrewing.com slash shop. They ship to all 50 states from their breweries in Connecticut and San Diego, so it usually arrives pretty quick. And that direct link to order is conveniently in the episode notes. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Hope you were feeling optimistic on this late summer Friday. The Fast and Furious movies have taken in over $5.3 billion worldwide, but still have only featured one song from Limp Bizkit. Go figure. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Bon Appetit has a new editor-in-chief. Book publisher Don Davis is coming over from Simon & Schuster, where she ran her own imprint called Inc. 37, according to AdAge. She also ran the Amistad imprint at HarperCollins before that and wrote her own narrative cookbook, featuring some well-known names from the cooking world back in 1999. But this will be her first magazine gig, or I guess we call that online publishing now. She will start at Condé in November. The ongoing, or I guess a better word for it, is endless media speculation about who's going to buy TikTok continues. Microsoft and Oracle have already had several stories written about them, but the latest name to join the fray is uh, Walmart. Like the, we don't sell CDs with explicit labels on them, Walmart? Yeah, okay, those folks. They're apparently partnering with Microsoft in their TikTok bid, but uh, all reports on the matter were about as confusing to make any sense of as uh, it would seem, so let's move on. And we'll finish off back at NBC, where NBC Sports has partnered up with Australian-based online betting service PointBet. The two struck a five-year partnership, according to Sportico, where NBC will promote betting on PointBet across all of their TV sports properties in exchange for what sounds like a nice fee and a 4.9% stake in PointBet. NBC Universal also has the option to buy up to a 25% ownership stake in the company after the five-year agreement is up. 
PointBet launched in the U.S. last year and has just over 2% of the online sports betting market. So Fox has FoxBet, ESPN partnered with Caesars, and now NBC has PointBet. And if you put any of your money on the Jets this season, you've already lost your money on all three services. You just got Ginsburned. And now here are the new entertainment options to enjoy in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ahead in the FSS feed. Where there are not one, not two, okay, well, three. There are three movies coming out today. Disney Fox is thrice delayed, or was that four times? Uh, anyway, uh, X-Men The New Mutants finally hits 2,400 theaters nationwide. A pretty impressive release plan, so we'll see who shows up. Disney Fox Searchlights, or I guess we just call that Searchlight now. Anyway, their movie of the personal history of David Copperfield also hits 1,300 theaters, according to Deadline. It was originally planned to roll out as a limited release, but as New York and Los Angeles theaters are uh, not so much, well, there you go. That one's directed by Armando Iannucci and stars Dev Patel. And then, of course, the movie, 29 Years in the Making, Damn It, I'm Old, uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, which comes out in 600 theaters, but you can also do the $20 PVOD rental thing at home, dealer's choice. Pretty quiet weekend on all the streaming services. Netflix has a high school music-themed movie called All Together Now, but they're also adding Cobra Kai Seasons 1 and 2. Those were previously only available on YouTube Originals, so I'll definitely be diving into that one soon. The new Season 3 of Cobra Kai hits Netflix, I think, later in the year or early next year. I should probably check that. Over on the TV, as of now, it looks like sports will pretty much be back up and running as of tomorrow. Otherwise, Showtime debuts a four-part docuseries called Love Fraud, which, fun fact, is also my wrist tattoo. The official Sundance selection this year tells the story of a guy with a history of changing aliases while romancing different women. To essentially steal their money, you can catch that on Sunday at 9 p.m. But the big event of the weekend is MTV's socially distanced VMAs on Sunday at 8, hosted by Kiki Palmer. There will be performances from uh, various TBD locations, from artists including Gaga and Ariana together, Baby and The Weeknd, although no duet there, BTS performs their first English language song, and a woman who has created some pretty memorable VMA performances in the past, Miley Cyrus, although let's hope Robin Thicke is just watching from home this year. So let's go out with Miley's latest called Midnight Sky, and uh, if you would, my only ask is to please give a rating to the podcast if you listen on Apple Podcasts, and to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen. I mean like podcast platform-wise, not like your physical location. I really don't want to know where you listen to this thing. Anyway, have a good weekend, everybody. I'll see you on Monday. Oh!